Hello and welcome to another episode of the Auto Trader Podcast, SA's number one motion podcast. My name is Wendele Sishi, once again joined by the one and only, the myth, the legend, George Mini. How are you, George? I don't know if all of that, rest of that is true, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Wendy. I appreciate that. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm happy that Formula One is in a place where it's anybody's win. It's back. Uh, Mercedes is back is know, what you're trying to say, basically. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, like, I think... I think they um, uh, they deserve a, a, a flying shot uh, yeah. at least, so that there's three teams up there. Right? You yeah. know, I'm I'm hoping that uh, um, Bottas kind of gets a bit better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so that he can stick it to Mercedes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why do you want him to stick it to Mercedes? Because that? they shouldn't <laughs> let him go. Look how good he is. He's good. He's yeah. good. But he's good. I, I must good. be honest, George Russell is. Uh, He's doing well. He's doing well. He's know. doing better he's than doing, uh, he's doing better than Hamilton. Um, and I think for now. I think Bottas would have been doing better than Hamilton too. P nineteen to P five, I think is a fantastic. No, it's a fantastic, a fantastic result. Yeah. I think it's a fantastic result, yeah. and uh, you know nothing uh, nothing off his, his show over the weekend. And um, yeah, yeah. Well, well, we're going to Monaco, so it's going to be. We'll see. That's where we separate the boys from the men. Yeah, I think so. uh, I think the Ferraris are going to be uh, go up the floor there because yeah, they, they should be. Yeah, they they, they 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 they're good on the slow tracks. Yeah. Um, you know. Anyways, there's a little bit of a new setup in the studio. I don't know if you've uh, noticed. You've noticed. I mean, you, you're here with us, but no. yeah, it's looking as <laughs> new studio, new new team, uh, new us. So you know. Well, not Looking really good. a new studio, None but uh, new. <laughs> uh, but it's the first time we're using this area. Yeah, for um, sure. And uh, so we're, we're trying it out for today. Uh, if it sticks, we're going to keep it. Um, you know, if yeah. it doesn't, we'll be back to the old uh, racing chairs. Let's maybe we can ask the the viewers. You guys can comment, and they, they can oh. decide if they they kind of like this new look and feel. We like it. We love it. We love it. I love it. We like it. So let's see. So before we get into the show, I actually, you know, we recently came back from uh, from Durban. Uh-huh. And I had a chip on my windscreen. I don't know <gasps> if you heard. No. Yeah. So I'm investigating what happened there. I don't remember it being there before. And in the inspection, it said that it was not there. Chip on your windscreen from where? From? From like when I picked it up. There, there was a. Uh, that that the, the the parking company. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. Um, years ago, maybe you know this is good seven, eight, nine years ago. Yeah. Um, I used to use those parking services at the airport. Yeah. Don't want to diss them. But uh, my, as well. my car came back bumped. Huh. Yeah. The mirror. The mirror was scratched. Kind of, so yeah. wherever they parked it, they parked it too close to something. Yeah. And the mirror had a, a scratch on it. And nobody highlighted it. Nobody yeah. said, oh, sorry, we bumped your car. Um, it was just because I, I only noticed it when yeah. I got home. But now you've already done an inspection. Exactly. You know, and you've taken the car. Yeah. Um, so I left it. It wasn't a big deal. But, uh, but it, my car was definitely scratched. Yeah, I mean, mine was marked as, you know, nothing's wrong. And then as soon as you got out, because it's dark inside yeah. the, the airport. But yeah, as yeah. soon as you come out, then you realize. Oh. And I couldn't go back because it's the highway. Well, let's do something about it. I'm trying, I'm trying. It's in the process. Yeah, I'll help you. <laughs> anyway, so um, coming back from that, one of the things that actually happened at that event is one of the dealers brought up something that was quite interesting, which was he was noticing that uh, there's more rejections for car financing. It's not to say that more cars are being well rejections uh, what do we call it um uh, 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 dis- uh, uh approvals approval approvals. rate is down exactly yeah. um there are still more cars that are being approved that's not the problem there's, there's still more consumers buying cars but in terms of the number the absolute number of people getting rejected he's noticed that there's you know kind of a situation there so rejected such a strong word 
it's kind of it's stuck in my because I've seen the the, the videos and I the get images you. of like rejected, so it's, it's kind of stuck in my. You feel rejected, exactly. So the question today is really about how to well how to avoid getting uh, rejection or how to get approved car financing more specifically. So I did did a little bit of to the, avoid the disapproval to avoid the disapproval exactly. Yeah. Um, so I went and looked on, on Ask Auto Trade and there was a question. I was hoping you can actually answer it first, and then we can get into the reasons of why this could happen. So somebody asked on on Ask Auto Trade. I've got the person's name. My apologies, but they asked, I've been declined by a bank for my car financing and I want the car. I'm permanently employed and I earn a decent salary. Why do I keep getting this disapproval? What are the reasons that could potentially be the reason for disapproval? So, so let's, let's, uh, I think let's talk about what goes into getting finance on a car. Yeah. Um, I think the first thing is your credit rating. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, so, uh, everything you, uh, if you, you can, you cannot have a great credit score if you don't have debt. Okay. Mm. So people think that debt is a bad thing. It's not a bad thing if managed properly. Yeah. It actually gives, in fact, it's a good thing. It's, it's a good it's, thing. It's it increases managed, your credit exactly, score. Yes. Exactly. So, so if it's managed, um, correctly, it, yeah. it can be a good thing for getting finance. If you have no debt and you, uh, you know, a lot, I've, I've, I've heard a lot of people like anecdotally say, yeah, I don't have any debt, but I can't get a loan for this particular car. Yeah. Or the, um, and that's because you haven't had debt. The banks don't know what kind of a person you are yeah. and how you would pay that debt back. Well, they don't know you, right? They don't know they, you. All they have is information based your, off your, your behavior and what you'd be doing. Exactly. Yeah. And you haven't been doing anything. Yeah. You've had cash in the bank. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, so, so it's almost a world where, uh, I mean, we've got to accept the fact that the world runs on debt. Like how 100%. does a bank create money? Creates debt. That's exactly. how that's how the world works. Yeah. So so if we accept that, then getting a good credit rating from the credit bureaus is an important thing to keep your eyes on. Mm. Okay. So it could be that the, his credit score or her credit score is is not great. Mm. Um, in which case, uh, uh, you know, you you you're going to have to sort that out, mm. and uh, you know, and there's there's ways to do that. Would you say that's kind of the main? The main no, sort of factor. No, no, I think that I think they I think they've got uh, they've got you a know few things. there's a few things that yeah. are like either weighted more or less. So that's the first thing is your credit credit score credit rating. That's what uh, the bank's going to look at. Mm. The second thing they're going to look at is affordability. Okay. Okay. Can you afford the car? Based off what uh, your other things that you kind of own the other basically your other expenses during the month. Yeah. So they're going to ask you about what your income. Yeah. What are your expenses? How much disposable cash have you got at the end of the month in order to pay back this loan? Mm. Do you have enough money at the end of the month to pay this loan comfortably? Mm. Um, and there's ratios uh, are bandied about uh, in terms of you know uh, you got to you got to at least uh, you know twenty percent uh, you got to have twenty percent free cash available yeah. in order to pay the loan. Some some people say thirty percent, um, but but it, it largely depends on the bank's scorecard and the, yeah. and how the bank sees their particular portfolio of loans, where they find themselves in their credit risk appetite. So that's mm. another factor. So kind of probably two A. <laughs> is is the is the is the bank's appetite for uh, for risk with regards to affordability? We've spoken about it before, and I think I've read somewhere that you should be around thirty percent of your, you know, yeah. is how much you should kind of budget for. Yeah, exactly. Um, anything more than that is you can't afford it. 
Pretty much, pretty yeah. much. So, 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 so that's the second thing is affordability. They're going to calculate your affordability. They're going to ask you for a bunch of documents, mm-hmm. expenses, and uh, um, you know, and a report on on your affordability. Um, then the third element is what's called equity in the car. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so is the car you're buying like uh, if it's if it's Let's say let's say the bank thinks the car is worth one hundred and fifty thousand rand. Yeah, but the car is being sold for one hundred and sixty because it's really low mileage. Mm. It's a clean car, and the dealer is selling it for one hundred and sixty. Mm. Okay, now this is not the dealer's fault, right? Yeah. It's a clean. You're not going to get uh, a low mileage, good quality car like that very easily. Yeah, um, um, and the bank doesn't see equity in the car. Okay, or or they think the car is um, you know not not priced the way they 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 see the pricing. Either what like price lower than its market value based. Off, off well, you know, market value is a very very difficult word because what mm. is market value? Market uh, market value is the willing buyer willing seller element. Yeah. Well, right? let's just say their records of how much yes. this cost would be. This car would be. Yeah. So if they take all the cars in the market that are the same as that, yeah. they're not necessarily going to take mileage into account as much as maybe we would. But mm. uh, 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 but they do to a certain degree, and uh, and and this is where you can get the dealer to go back and argue on your behalf. Okay. Okay. So in terms of in terms of the equity actually, in the car, yes, yes. Okay. So you can go. You can have the dealer go back to the bank and say, "Listen, yeah, this is a low mileage, really clean car. I think your calculations are wrong." Yeah. Right. And 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 what are the chances of that actually being like overruled or over, like? Yeah, you know, no. The, the dealer can if the dealer's yeah. got a good relationship. That's why it's best to get from car finance through the dealership. Through the dealership. Don't okay. come with your own car finance. Now, there's mm-hmm. two. There's two elements here that we probably can have a side sidebar oh, yeah. on, yeah. and that is: Have you ever gone to a dealer with your own finance or cash and said? But I've got my own finance. I've got my. I've got cash. I, I want a discount. Um, mm. That's the worst scenario. Yeah, because the dealer can't help you now. If if it, in a scenario like this. Well, in a, in a scenario like this, you no. Know, but uh, uh, um, but uh, you know, dealers dealers make commission from yeah. the finance that they yeah. uh, that they give you, right? So they can get you the best finance. There's yeah. no private banker that can beat a dealer. For sure. Um, sure. you know, so, so, so because the, the, the dealer has a relationship with the banks, the dealer can get you a better deal. Okay. So, so in this equity thing in the car, and what I mean by equity in the car is, uh, uh the car is worth more than the bank thinks it's worth. Yeah. Right. The dealer can go back and argue your case. Now, sometimes they, 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 they can't help you, but you know, I've seen, I've seen a lot of cases where they can. Yeah. So, so that's the third element is equity in the car. This is uh, something that I guess the the car shopper in this scenario has no control. But the first two they have control. The third one is more of you know it's kind of well it's the, the car it's the car involved. you select right yeah the car you select is the one that is 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 where you have the control is if mm. you if you select a low mileage car you know and you do your homework and you say to the dealer like am I get, why am I getting disapproved here mm. is it because of my credit score is it because of the uh, um, um, uh, the, the affordability, or is it because of the equity in the car? Now, you can create equity in a car, so you do have control. How do you create equity in a car? This is super insightful because I think a lot of people are, you know. Bigger deposit. Ah. Mm. So if you put a bigger deposit down, yeah, it lowers the equity risk Okay. in the car. What about balloon payments in, in that scenario? Would you? Oh, well, that goes down to affordability. Okay. So, so you can lower the monthly payment and get into so, – so you can use the balloon payment – 
as kind of your leverage as your as your as your as your tool yeah, like to get into the affordability bracket yeah right um and then your credit score obviously you 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 have to play with or should i say manage over time These so the you che- the cheat codes of buying a car basically <laughs> <laughs> that's what this episode is <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, you, like, like you said, you've got no control over the equity. Yes, you don't in terms of the price of the car and the yeah. way the bank potentially sees it, and you can have a discussion about that. Yeah. But you can create equity, put a 10 grand deposit, put a 15 grand deposit down. But imagine that affordability um, and that time, the yes. repayment time. Yeah. So you can, you can probably get a better deal from the bank if you play with those three things. Yeah. So if you manage your credit score over time, you get a really good credit score. And you, uh, uh, your affordability is in a good place and you play with the finance deal to get mm. good affordability, right? Mm. And then you uh, um, 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 create equity in the car by putting a bigger, bigger deposit and then you go back to the dealer and say, can you squeeze the bank mm. for a better interest rate? And the dealer's always going to be on your side, right? Yeah. They want to sell the car ultimately. No, of course. Yeah, they, they're going to be on your side. They'll go back and they'll, they'll squeeze the bank. Okay, so I think that answers that question in probably the, the greatest detail we've ever been able <laughs> well, to ask the trader. <laughs> but let's talk about the five reasons of uh, of why an application can get rejected. We've done a few articles on this, so if you are interested in finding out more, you can find all these articles on AutoTrader.co.za. But the first one that is mentioned is, like you've said, an unhealthy credit score would be you know, one of the top few reasons why you'll get uh, re- rejected. Um, or not approved, <laughs> more specifically. So if your credit score is between 681 and 999 points, then the probability of you getting that car approved or that financing approved is a lot higher. So when you are doing these checks, make sure that it's between that range and you're more likely to essentially be approved. Yes, yeah, so, the, the, you know, the um, uh, the uh, credit bureaus yeah. uh, score you as an individual. Yeah, as you know. in like your risk essentially for them. Yeah, so 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 well, your risk in the market mm-hmm. as a as a payer, mm-hmm. um, they'll they'll give you a score, and it's based on a whole bunch of factors, and uh, and those factors are how you pay your current debt yes. or your historical debt. Yeah. Um, and and like you mentioned, six hundred eighty-one to nine hundred ninety-nine um, is is probably is is a good credit score. Try and you, get it as high as possible. Do you have any idea of what's the kind of the average number that most people are? Let's say they're going for, I don't know, your average consumer. Uh, I know a lot, but I don't know that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm <laughs> you really intense insurance questions. It's a bit unfair. Um, yeah, so, so, so I don't know. I mean, the average, uh, credit score out there, um, you know, maybe something we can Google. Um, yeah. You know, what is the average credit score that, um, uh, that consumers have, and and uh, uh, you know, a lot of people don't manage their debt effectively, and and they get That's a cre- bad credit score without even knowing it. Yeah, you know, yeah. They, you don't. Nobody's going to. Something s- that you're doing every single like month. Let me check my credit score. No, no one's going to send you a notification saying, "Oh, your credit score dropped." Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so, so probably something you must do every three months or so. I agree. Just go and check what your credit score is. You know? Also, it must also highlight things that are maybe happening in the background that's fraudulent in terms of your identity being stolen you even know that things are happening so three months i think is a good is, is kind of a good yeah. um but there are things you can do to kind of uh, address this george has kind of spoken them already but one of them is start saving for a down payment it really 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 helps having that deposit the higher create the equity yeah create the debt exactly. pay it back effectively improve your credit score and close any accounts that you're no longer using is another thing so it's just any outstanding debts that you have that you're not necessarily 
you know, kind of utilizing. Yeah, your debt level is it plays in feeds into your credit score. So, uh, you know, how much debt you have. Yeah. Like there's a limit to that. For sure. You know, sure. and it's and sometimes I've I've heard bankers express it in multiples of income. Okay. So, you know, you you uh, you can't have debt that is, uh, you know, more than 50% of your annual income or you, mm. you can't have debt that is, you know, more than f- five times, 10 times your, your monthly income mm. or, uh, you know, something like that. Uh, and, and don't use the five and the 10 because I don't know the answer, but, yeah. uh, but I've, I've heard bankers express it in multiples. Would um, you say that, um, in terms of your debts, um, the, let's say you have, I don't know, you're paying off 20 different accounts, um, but you are paying them all off do they does that count in terms of how much debt you have even though you can af- technically afford it well r- remember every bit of debt that you take out drops your affordability okay because you've now got something extra to pay, pay yeah. so 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 while having debt is a good thing managing it properly is a good thing you do reach a point where uh you know you just can't afford any more debt according to the banks mm. and mm. so you just got to kind of be cognizant of your affordability. So, you know, that gentleman or lady that, that had that question, uh, uh, there's, you know, there's, there's three places that you need to go and look. And that is equity in the car, uh, credit score and why, and, um, uh, and then your affordability. Understood. Next, uh, reason, the second reason is economic instability and inadequate income. You've spoken about this. So this is more so your affordability than anything else. Well, let's address economic instability. So, so yeah. a bank appetite for risk mm-hmm. will, will feed from the economic environment. Mm. Repo rates and basically what's happening on the macro level. On the macro level, yeah. yeah. So, so banks appetite for risk. Cause remember banks are business too. Yeah. So the, and, and, and they have rules. You know, there's, there's, there's banking rules that, uh, um, uh, that get dictated by the, uh, um, the, 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 the uh, like the Reserve Bank. The Reserve Bank, yeah, yeah that, that's what that's the word I was looking for. The Reserve Bank. I was thinking of the American term, the Federal mm. um, Federal Reserve. But the Reserve Bank in South Africa will will dictate some of those some of those rules. Yeah. So, um, and and monetary policy, um, you know. So so they they are um, they are bound by those things, and their credit risk appetite depends on how much debt they have on their books at the moment. So if you, another customer that they can't afford to bring onto their books, their credit risk appetite comes down. Okay. You know, so, so don't take it personally. It's not only about your... Yeah, that's what's happening in the markets. Yeah, so there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's an economic thing going on there. And a bit, so, so that's why apply to multiple banks because different banks will have different credit risk appetites at different times for different reasons. That's why it's nice to go to the, straight to the dealership because they, yes, exactly they do it that. all for you. Yeah, exactly. They, they do multiple applications for you. Okay. So basically how to counter this problem is look around. Actually, well, George just said it now, go to the dealership and try and see what's, you know, what banks, what levels each bank is at. And who knows, it could be the difference between you getting approved. Next one is incomplete paperwork. It's kind of a simple one. Well, I mean, it's, we're talking about the top five reasons people get rejected, right? Like, you know, that's just, for me, that's just lazy. Yeah. Like, you can't expect to get finance if you, if you fill out the documents, you know, half-heartedly. Yeah. But I can't believe it's the third reason people get rejected. It's a real reason. It's a real reason. Finish your paperwork and leave, leave, leave sure a couple you... of digits out of your ID number. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's not gonna... 
misspell your name. It's, it's not going to work. You need no. to get those things right. Next one is parallel loans. So this is quite simple, but basically refrain from having too many high value loans at the same time. Well, we were talking about this just now. It's, exactly. it's the amount of debt, the, you know, the, the, the quantum of debt that you have in total. Yeah. That's going to play a part in your, um, in your credit score. The last one is something that I don't actually know about. It's called credit card utilization ratio. Do you know anything about this? But I, I, I know it has something to do with the, you know, how much you use your credit card, um, in essentially getting your credit score at a, a you know, a decent position. Um, yeah. So, so, um, so, so this is, the, so the, the, the principle to use here, right, is when it comes to a credit card. Yeah. This is just my own opinion and it plays directly into credit card utilization. Okay. Credit card is not a long-term debt. Mm. They're supposed to be for just real quick short-term debts. The way you're supposed to use a credit card, yeah. okay, is, and I'll tell you in the reason why now. Um, the way you're supposed to use a credit card is you spend mm-hmm. and then you settle the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Then you spend and you, mm. for a month you settle the entire thing. Mm. What does that get you? You know, have you ever heard the term use other people's money? Yeah. Okay. Credit card is using other people's exactly money, that, yeah. right? Because you get 52 days of free credit, credit interest free. Okay. Interest, interest free, credit. interest free credit. If you settle the entire balance at the end of every month. Okay. Okay. These are the cheat codes. These are the cheat codes. I hope you're writing it down, guys. Okay. So you get, you get, you get, um, uh, uh literally, um, you get the, the month that you spend, you get another month. Uh, well, it, and it works out to about 52 days because you don't spend like at the beginning or at the end of the month. You spend yeah. evenly through the month. Yeah. Okay. So therefore the month that you spend, you'll get your credit card statement. Yeah. Okay. Then you'll have to settle that within a period of time that the bank dictates okay. afterwards. Okay. 15 days, 30 days, whatever. Okay. If you settle the entire credit card, you pay no interest on what you spent unless you drew cash, cash immediate interest, right? Yeah, of course. Out of the credit card. So don't draw cash out of your credit card. It's expensive. Um, um, and then you, st- and then you're spending again. So there's the cycle. That's why it's called the revolving credit. Mm. Um, there's the cycle. Whereas when you max out your credit card or you use a high level of credit facility on your credit card and you mm. don't settle it regularly, mm. right? That is a negative effect. And that's that credit utilization ratio. I see. You're not see. using your credit card to its max if you're spending and settling, spending and settling. You know, um, uh, because most people's credit card limits are higher than their uh, than their monthly income anyway. Yeah, you max that out. You you know you you you. What if you increase your limits? Your your let's say your credit limits. Well, is that worse or? Well, if you use it all and you can't settle the whole thing, then that's oh, a problematic. Going around in circles, then. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So you're just getting yourself into into short term debt that the, the banks see negatively. Yeah. Yes. So credit card is not something you pay off. Yeah. You know, I know credit cards have the budget facility and all that stuff, which is good. And that could be viewed as a, as a long-term payment uh, feature. And it does, to my knowledge, reflect separately in the credit score, mm. the credit bureau's uh, reports. But um, settling the credit card every month, uh, first of all, it's interest-free. Yeah. You're using other people's money, right? You're leaving your money in your bank. Yeah. Um, and then second of all, uh, uh, you're not getting seen negatively and from a credit card utilization ratio point of view. Understood. I think. So before we close off, there's something called pre-approval. So you can get pre-approved for a car loan. Um, and Auto Trade has actually just launched something similar on its website now where you can get 
pre-qualified approval on, on well we, we haven't launched pre-approval we've yeah. we've launched a, a soft check called pre-qualification, pre-qualification yes yeah. yes um so so pre-approval uh, uh is not a bad thing but you've got to be careful of it of what getting pre-approved of getting of getting finance mm. so there's a difference getting finance that is not from the dealer mm. because in most instances that I've seen, you cannot beat the dealer. Yeah, for sure. But this pre-qualification that's on the site, essentially, on our platform. This, yes, yes. This is a way of seeing your affordability before you go ahead and do any of those extra. Yes, steps. it gives you an indication of would you get finance for this car. Yes. Would you get finance for this particular car? And you can go onto Autotrader's platform and, and go onto the finance uh, uh, part, and you know you can even navigate from any car that you're searching on where uh, uh, you can go and get what we call pre-qualification, which means that we will check for you against your credit score, uh, the car itself, uh, uh, and your affordability and uh, and get you an indication. It's not approval. Yeah. It's just an indication. Indication just before you go into the dealership, you know, kind of knowing beforehand where you stand. Exactly. But I would be careful of taking that too far, going to your bank, getting finance, and then going to the dealer and saying, I've got my own finance. I want a discount. You're not going to get a discount. Yeah. Okay. Um, And if you pay cash for a car, you're also not going to get a discount. Cash is actually a bad thing for a dealer. Mm. Uh, Their dealerships don't, their profitability models don't work on cash. Yeah. I don't think anything does, any sort of... Well, I mean, like we said in the beginning, the world works on debt. On debt yeah. The world operates on debt as long as you, as long as you, you're familiar, you, 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 you're cognizant of how to how to play the how chess game. It, yeah. yeah, how to manage it. Awesome. That's pretty much everything that we have time for. Um, so yeah, uh, don't forget the show is actually you know it's it's streaming live on cliffcentral.com as well. Lovely. But if you're watching this, then you know that we're also on YouTube. So that's from me. Any last words, George? Any last statements? Go to play. <laughs> No, again, every time, Hamilton, always. 